The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe Read for LibriVox.org by Alan Drake Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my books surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore. But a rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels named Lenore, nameless here for evermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple coitin thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'There tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This it is.' and nothing more. Presently my heart grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I open wide the door, darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into the darkness peering, long I stood there, wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the darkness gave no token. And the only void there spoken was the whispered void, Lenore. Thus I whispered, and an echo murmured back the void, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning all my soul within me boinin'. Soon again I heard a tappin' somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when, with many a floit and flutter, and there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not an instant stopped or stayed he, but, 
with mien of lord or lady, perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of Pallas, just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony boy, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven. Ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore, tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore. Quote the raven, Nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast above the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such a name as Nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word did he outpour. Nothing foited then he uttered, not a feather then he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, Other friends have flown before, on a morrow will he leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the boyd said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, Doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, Caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster Followed fast, and followed faster, till his songs one burden bore till the dirges of his hope that melancholy boyden bore of never nevermore but the raven still beguiling all my sad soul into smiling straight i wheeled a cushioned seat in front of boyd and bust and door then upon the velvet sinking I betook myself to Lincoln, fancy into fancy, thinking what this ominous boy of yore, what this grim, ungainly, gaunt, and ominous boy of yore meant in croaking, nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl, whose fiery eyes now boined into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease, reclining on the cushion's velvet-violet lining, that the lamplight gloated o'er. But whose velvet-violet lining, with the lamplight gloating o'er, she shall press, ah, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser. Perfumed from an unseen censer swung by angels, whose faint footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch! 
I cried, thy God had lent thee, by these angels he had sent thee respite, respite and empathy from the memories of Lenore. Quaff, oh, quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore. Quote the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if boyd or devil, whether tempter sent, or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate, yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quote the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if boyd or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden it shall clasp a saintly maiden whom the angels named Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels named Lenore? Quote the raven, Nevermore. Be that void, our sign of pardon, bird or fiend, I shrieked up starting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust upon my door. Take thy beak from out my heart, and take thy form from off my door. Quote the raven, nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on the pallid bust of Pallas, just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, And the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor Shall be lifted nevermore. And the poem, this recording, is in the public domain.